0: One, two, check, check, check. Check. Okay, say that one more time, Mom. Back. Okay, one more
1: time. I love okay. you for sentimental okay, reasons. Okay, I think that is perfect. Mom. <laughs> I Mom. do <laughs> <Stop>. believe <laughs> you. You give me everything. Okay. I Mom. love
0: you. Mom. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. What it looks like to have a healthy, godly mom and daughter relationship. Being able to have the hard discussions is super important. Are you dating? I'm not. Okay. (laughs) What does it look like to have boundaries? We're always going to be learning. Hello and welcome back to Mothers and Daughters. My name is Raven. I'm the daughter. And my name is
1: Karen. I'm the mother.
0: (laughs) And today we're going to talk about the wonderful topic of heartache. So heavy. No, it's going to be so great. I know, but so heavy. You were just seeing before this. I know. It's going to
1: be great. No, it's good. You know what? I just was reminded today that um, our scars are so good, even though they are long lasting, they help us move forward. And so heartbreak is just like having a scar it might leave an impression but um it definitely changes us and shapes us to be more like Christ. Very true.
0: I like that a lot. So, what was the first time you feel like you experienced
1: heartache from one of us? Mhm. Actually, um we had put the girls in private school for preschool and some of their early education years and um we had them in a couple of schools. One of one of the schools at the latter part was LifeGate. And um, I just remember as we were making that arduous decision about what they should do next and transitioning into middle school and to high school, we really felt like we should um, try to acclimate them into a public school system because we knew that we couldn't pri- um, provide private school for all the way up through high school. And so I remember uh, Raven was in fifth grade and Avery fourth, Lyndon third, as they were finishing up kind of primary school. And we were driving away. They had understood that we were going to move them to a public school system um, separate from their their friends and, and separate from what they had known. And I remember driving away from school that we had them in. And Raven was just in tears. And it wasn't like the crying that you experience as like a toddler, or even um, to, to try to get their way. But it was a it was a heartfelt pain that they were truly sad from um, leaving what they had known. And at that moment, as a mother, my heart broke. Um, but I still stay the course knowing that that was the best decision. But realizing that was a big transition as a mother to understand how we deal with heartbreak for our daughters.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think that's super interesting because I remember that day specifically in the back seat, crying and my nose actually started bleeding. I've never been so sad to the point where I had a bloody nose. Was it Jesus when he was in the garden when he started to bleed when he was praying? That
1: was a pretty substantial um, grief that he endured because the blood vessels in his head actually burst and he brought forth blood. Um, But similarly, I think that as I saw your face and I saw the heartbreak that you had, it was very difficult for me um, to know how to respond. Mm. Yeah, and by no way, shape, or form am I saying that I'm
0: like Jesus when I was crying so hard that I was actually bleeding everywhere. But just the fact that, yeah, it was something that I had a bloody nose. I was so devastated that I was leaving all of my friends and I was going to this new school. And I remember going, how could you? Why would you let us do this? Why do we have to move? Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine being a mom and feeling like this is the best decision. But my daughter is so heartbroken mm-hmm. over it. And even when I think back and I think about going to Aldridge Elementary and then transitioning into middle school, that was the perfect thing we could have done because I was able to make new friends. I loved my teachers and I ended up having time to catch up because we were behind in our learning at the private school. And so being in a public school, being pushed to learn more in a different way, and then also finding amazing friends that helped me transition to middle school, I look back and I go, wow. I had no idea, but praise God that happened because it couldn't have been any better Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't have wanted it any other way.
1: Well, and, you know, heartbreak, even though it's devastating and it's hard, not just for the individual, but for those that that are around that person, you know, God is working all things for good. And so... The individual may not see, especially if, you know, the individual is a primary school-aged, you know, daughter, son, whatever. They can't see the greater good. Mm -hmm. And so, this definitely, it it softened my heart, though, to the sensitivity and the pain that your daughters can have over life. And Mm -hmm. that was a, a, like, just momentous, for me, circumstance that changed just my outlook and how to handle those situations Hmm. and I think it's cool too because when we were talking about the topic
0: of heartache what we would talk about immediately it's easy to think oh heartbreak in the sense of boyfriend relationships but you and I both thought of that instance of no heartache when I was just devastated over having to leave my friends Mm -hmm. at a private school and go to a public school and be in a completely new environment mm-hmm. for you it was seeing that heartbreak and heartache in me and for me it was feeling that and experiencing that mm-hmm. so what would you say for you do you think that you ever experienced heartache that we could see
1: oh, I'm sure I think that those individuals around you that are closest to you know when you're experiencing heartbreak but It's so different from a child's perspective to an adult, especially a parent. You may sense it, but there's not a lot that you can do as a child, even an adult child. I mean, I think, you know, establishing those parental roles and guidelines are so important. I mean, I remember a couple of times where my my mom or my dad experienced grief and tears and As a child, you really don't know how to respond Mm -hmm. and you feel a little out of control, a little outside of your comfort zone. And so I guess just the reality that we are all human, we all feel, we all cry, we all weep, we all mourn, Mm -hmm. um, we all experience grief in our own ways and, um, and, Acknowledging that, but also moving toward a healthy path mm-hmm. of how we live in that together yeah. is a very real thing that we need to discover on our own. And I think it's interesting. So would you say
0: that heartbreak and heartache are synonymous for this podcast? Or would you say there's a difference between the two?
1: I think heartbreak indicates a specific time and place. Hmm. Heartache is a ongoing Emotion and feeling. And so, I mean, they could be one in the same. They could be separate. But depending on the circumstance, you might, you know, experience heartbreak. But if it's an ongoing thing where it's continuing to cause you pain, you're going to experience heartache. Hmm.
0: That's interesting. Because I think for me, I think of heartache as a certain instance where then I think of heartbreak as just a romantic way. And so I looked up heartache and it says emotional anguish or grief typically caused by the loss or absence of someone loved. So normally heartache just because of that anguish or grief. And then heartbreak, overwhelming distress. And so you would say that it's kind of similar?
1: No, it's similar, but I think heartache Um, would be an ongoing situation heartbreak might be a specific time and place Mm, that causes you pain Um, but it just depends on the situation yeah so I would say
0: after looking at those definitions it would be heartbreak would be a specific time and place whereas heartache is more grief or loss but I think I just wanted to say that because I think I was using them interchangeably when really it could be different but even as we were talking about this I've definitely seen you experience grief, but I wouldn't, if someone had said, oh, and asked me, have you ever seen your mom heartbroken or experienced heartache? I would say, no, I don't think so. No. I can't think of one thing. I've seen you sad, but not
1: devastated mm-hmm. over something or hopeless by any means. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good thing. No, oh, it's a really good thing because obviously I'm, a human being like anybody else and Mm -hmm. I experience have experienced heartache and heartbreak but again I think as we've mentioned before it's 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 such a fine line and fine balance between exposing the humanity of who we are Um, emotions are part of that humanity but also protecting your children in the midst of that You know, I I think, you know, if you have a spouse, they come alongside you in that heartache, heartbreak, whatever. Mm. Um, But your children shouldn't, like, cover the burden or shelter of of that experience. So, again, I think parents need to, like, protect their children in it. Yeah. And I think, too, even listening to that,
0: when it comes to a child seeing a parent experience heartbreak or heartache, I would also say maybe it's a testament to your faith, too, because I think at the root, in my own personal opinion, of heartache and heartbreak, maybe not. Maybe, I don't know. I think I'm thinking of it in a sense of there's this hopelessness to it when it probably doesn't have to be. I think you could probably still.
1: Um, But I do think that people that have hope in the midst of heartache can get through it versus those that don't have any hope, don't have the promises of God, don't have mm-hmm. Jesus Christ as their Savior and Lord, and understand the cost that He uh, made for us. That's a that's a completely different scenario. So, yeah, I do think that you know, obviously, if we remember who we are in Christ, it gives us hope mm-hmm. that others don't have, and it makes me think about that
0: situation in the backseat of the car, crying, being so upset and feeling hopeless that I wasn't going to have my same friends, same school. I didn't like change. And now when situations arise where there is change, it's not devastating. Mm -hmm. My whole world isn't crashing because at the end of the day, I take a step back and I say, you know what? God has something in mind that is probably way better than I could ever expect. But when I think about that situation where I was, it was hopeless and devastating because I was young and I didn't think, Oh, no, there could be a greater reward on the end of this. Mm -hmm. It could actually work out really well. In that moment, I was just hopeless.
1: But those are the moments and situations where you teach your children that in the moment, in the circumstance, it feels hopeless. Mm. But God has got you. He's sovereign. He loves you more than I could even love you. And he has a plan for your life. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in those moments, that's when you can teach them really difficult truths about who God is, Mm -hmm. right? And now on the other side of it, don't you look back and go, that was the best decision ever. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got an amazing education. Um, You were grounded in the word. You were grounded in Christian community and and who you were as a follower of Christ Mm -hmm. into the public system where You could make your friends. You could like be a witness to those that Mm -hmm. that don't know, you know, Jesus. And you had an amazing experience Mm -hmm. in public school. Yeah. And
0: I still switched over. I mean, even though I didn't understand the Lord completely, I would say. But yeah, I had that biblical understanding. I was able to go to public school, make friends by the time middle school rolled around. That's when everyone's trying to figure out who they are. You're acting out. It just is rebellion city, I feel like. So to go to elementary school, be accustomed with everything that was going on, really fit in, but also be able to witness and be a light was amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have traded it for the world. Right. So you had talked about heartache from that standpoint and being able to use that as a lesson to teach your children, hey, don't focus on your circumstances. Well, what about circumstances that are romantically charged? mm mm-hmm. How would you deal with that with your children? And what have your experiences been?
1: Like specifically, what are you talking about? So,
0: for instance, it's a lot different to say, hey, this situation will get better. And it could be working out for a reason. Whereas when it's an emotional investment, like a relationship, and there are romantic strings attached, telling your daughter, hey, it's going to get better. And her feeling like, no, this is the end of the world. I'll never find love. What have been your experiences with that?
1: Well. I think it's dependent on the situation. If your daughter is in a relationship where the person is not um a Christian or not a follower of Christ, mm. that's like bare minimum, you know? I mean, <laughs> there I, there is no, "Hey, it's going to get better." I mean, there there is none of that. Like Why? Why? Mm-hmm. Um because that's not God's best for yeah. the individual. So they may be completely compatible with friend like just personality they may be very attentive to needs and if they don't know Christ they're not compatible they're unequally yoked and so even though as a parent you may have taught that mm-hmm. growing up um they're going to run into relationships where that happens Um, But if they don't have that as the number one prerequisite, they're going to fall into turmoil or emotional um, consternation or uh, pain. And Mm -hmm. so that's just, you know, a reality. Sometimes they have to learn that for themselves. But I think, you know, as you can attest to, (laughs) um, we have worked through some of those situations and... Even though I think I've allowed you the freedom and the space to develop relationships and to give a person grace and a a person latitude to reveal who that person is, Mm -hmm. I think in those situations where I feel like this is headed down a horrible path Mm -hmm. and not a path that's valuable or, or will be successful for you, I've intervened. And I think that as a parent, our number one goal is to ensure their security and safety. And so allowing them latitude in certain areas. But when they're going down a path that's literally aimed for destruction, Mm -hmm. I step in and speak truth. It's still their decision. But in the end, we are there as advisors, as overseers, as counselors, and um, as parents mm-hmm. to step in and let them know they're headed for a, dis- you know, destructive path.
0: Right. Which, quite honestly, you've only had to do... Twice. Once. Okay. One relationship, I remember vividly you twice. upstairs and you said, I don't know what you're doing and you know what you're doing and you need to stop. Why are you in this relationship? Definitely called to the carpet in that moment. And then later talked to one of my disciples. She basically said the same thing, prayed about it. And I went, okay, yeah. Ended the next day. Over. <laughs> but I had never seen you say something like that. And it was so abrupt and it was so real and raw. Whereas the second time, I
1: don't think it was like that. It yeah, wasn't. It was, this is dangerous. Need to get out. I told you literally twice. The third time up to you. I'm like, you. <laughs> I've told you twice. You're going to make the bed. You lie in it, baby. I'm sorry, (laughs) but, you know, I mean, I got tired of hearing myself talk and you just needed Mm -hmm. to experience it for yourself and come to a decision that God placed on your heart, knowing you knew what was right and wrong and you didn't need me to step in. You had already heard the truth Mm -hmm. and you needed to step up and own it for yourself.
0: So then what do you do when you see your
1: daughter on a fast track to heartbreak? Um, You step in. Because, again, your parents are there for protection, for security, for safety, and for wisdom. And ultimately, it's the daughter's decision about the next steps. But to sit there and allow them to flounder is not, I don't think that's an option I mean, God gives us wise counsel for a reason, right?
0: But I'm thinking specifically the first time when you had said, I don't know why you're doing this, but you know exactly what's going on and you need to stop. This needs to be over. This relationship needs to be done. You spoke your piece and if we had continued to date, you still would have been vocal about it. Whereas the second person, it was a lot different. It wasn't as abrupt. It wasn't as this needs to end today. It needs to be over.
1: I think the difference was... The first was actually caustic to you as a person Mm. and as a strong woman of God, and I felt like it was toxic. The second actually respected you, unequally yoked, and it would have been toxic and caustic for you in the long term. Right. In the long term. Right. And so, you know, you have to deal with the short term and the long term. And speaking truth to your daughter, even Mm -hmm. though, you know, heart and soul and mind are involved, we as parents, we as a mom, owe our children to speak truth. Mm -hmm.
0: And I think what I loved is even though I was on the fast track to heartbreak, and even though I was super upset because I ended up losing a great friendship, too, with the second, you were there to say, hey, I love you, and I'm going to sit here while you cry or while you're upset and you didn't say hmm, told you so I knew you were going to be upset you let me mourn mm-hmm. and continue to do that
1: and you know had I done it differently or had I had my druthers I would have said I wish you would have come to this realization early on so you don't experience this heartbreak or in this heartache <laughs> um, yeah. but sometimes we have to experience really difficult situations before we learn mm. and that's okay
0: Yeah. So what would you say to daughters right now who currently feel like their mom has stepped in too much that she monitors every single thing she does, doesn't give them any latitude to make their own decisions and doesn't let them experience heartbreak on their own because Mm -hmm. their mom is
1: so involved? Um, I would say seek wise third party counsel, um, whomever that is, somebody that maybe as a mentor or a friend or a friend's mom that you really respect Mm -hmm. or a counselor, because I think there is a a lot of power to having a third party reference or an objective voice in your life. It makes a difference. Mm -hmm. And so, um, your mother sometimes is too emotionally charged and tied to who you are for you to respect her opinion. And that's okay. I get it. I totally get it. However, To seek counsel when I, I love Andy Stanley, uh, who said, When you don't know, seek somebody you know. Mm. You know, know when you don't know and seek somebody you know. So that does know. And that's huge. I mean, you are a wise person if you realize that you just really don't know and can't be objective with your own life. So you're wise when you seek somebody else. That does know. Mm, Yeah, that's good. It's
0: huge. Yeah, that's really big. And what would you say to the moms that are helicoptering a little bit too much and a little bit too involved and won't let go? What would you say? I'd say remember that, as you always tell me, you're just stewarding your children. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, they are in God's hands. Mm -hmm. And yes, you do have to do all that you can to ensure that they are protected and safe. But at the end of the day, you do have to take a step back and allow them to make mistakes and to fall.
1: Mm -hmm. And I I, I would think that, I mean, I just, I think that helicopter moms, you really have to take a look at your own hearts. Because is it fear of losing control? Because honestly, God is sovereign. He's in Mm -hmm. control. Your child is his child. You're just a steward over their lives for just a short time. Mm -hmm. And so um, as a helicopter mom, you're not allowing those children to experience the heartbreak, which is super important, the risk, the challenge, the pain of life. And we can remove pain to a certain degree, but then they become adults and they don't know how to deal with the pain right and how to manage a situation uh with God's truth and his promises and mm-hmm. the hope that he has given us yeah and i would also encourage
0: daughters to remember too that if their mom does have a solid relationship with God then seek her counsel and really ask for her feedback and input and if your mom does not have a strong relationship with God or just doesn't have a relationship with God, seek someone that does in order to get that wise counsel because to be unequally yoked with someone or someone that doesn't believe in Jesus as their Lord and Savior, you're right, mom. It will wreak havoc in the long run and so much heartbreak will come of it for both of you, not just one of you. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode. That wasn't that bad. What do you mean? It wasn't that deep and dark and depressing.
1: Well, I didn't think it would be.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, at the beginning, you're like, "Oh, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm glad we talked about it. I thought yeah. it was
1: good. No, it's a reality of life. We're all going to experience pain. We're going to experience a lack of expectations mm. and, um, and really dying dreams. And that's okay. That's how we get through. And that's how we learn. And that's how we actually come out on the other side yeah i agree
0: thank you guys again for joining us today again my name is raven i'm the daughter
1: and i'm karen i'm the mother and
0: we can't wait for you to join us again next time if you have any questions at all you can comment below on any of these social media posts or email us at raven daniel at gmail.com ciao ciao bye bye